All right, so we're here, episode 59 of the Just Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. I'm Andrew Desimone, here with my host... Kryler Gracie. What's going on, man? I mean, it's just uh, just a regular old week, just boring, boring stuff, trying to get through the day and uh, anything new? Any, I mean, anything different with you? I, I don't know. Uh, I'm not training right now. Oh, why is that? Because there's a, a virus outside. What? Oh my God! There's a Get virus. <laughs> Wait a second. I know you mentioned something about a virus, but we've been we've been at the gym. You've been saying like guys keep coming. We've been packing seventy five people strong in that place. We we were doing that before the before this thing blew up, and then we we stopped about a week ago. Okay, but then you told everyone guys. For, People who don't come will be penalized. Get here, keep training. I also didn't say that, and that's why we've our gym's been kind of deemed from the uh, the community as the local hotbed for Corona. So come to Corler Gracie Jiu Jitsu, <laughs> your home of the none coronavirus. Of, none of that is true. <laughs> <laughs> Our job is to deliver just pure audio pleasure and satisfaction to your ears. Open up your ears and let us pour inside you. Wow. That, that's like the worst thing that you ever said. <laughs> Do you have uh, goosebumps on your arms? No, no. <laughs> kind of proud you said that online. <laughs> uh, all right. So this episode... We don't have a topic. It's just going to be us talking about uh, some of it will be uh, obviously the coronavirus and what it's doing to the jujitsu routines that everyone is uh, everyone's used to. And then we'll also just kind of relax and talk about random things and see where the conversation takes us. Maybe you'll want to talk about Legos or or knitting or pogs, whatever you're into. Did you ever? Get into pogs. That was a. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it was a thing. I think mid late nineties, just little circular discs with pictures on them, and you trade them like cards. And I've never seen one. Okay. Well, so here we are in a unprecedented state for jujitsu. Yeah. Well, it's, I think it's unprecedented to just about any any. Anything, anywhere. Anything, anywhere. Yeah. So this yeah. whole this whole podcast. Anyone who's listening who doesn't follow jujitsu will think, yeah, that's happening everywhere else. We know that. We're just talking about it in the small world of jujitsu today. Um, have you? When's the when's the last time? What's the longest period of time you've taken off from doing any type of training? Ooh, I don't know. I mean, when I went to my on my honeymoon to Fiji, they have no martial arts in Fiji. There's no crime. There's no need for martial arts there at all. I'm sure there's crime. No, like you can look up the stats. It's like 0.01% of like crime rate and there's just no crime. The last crime that they had when I was in the island over there was an American who bought some land and butchered a cow that kept going over and eating his lawn. He was sent to jail for like a year. And you said to yourself, good to know, I won't do that. Oh, no, I was just visiting. <laughs> so um, you were there for how long? I was there for 14 days. But I think somewhere 
the the activities um, guides there, they found out that I did jujitsu and they were super into it and they wanted to know. So we actually like I actually did a class for them in my honeymoon. What if thirty years from now you went back there and that person ran the country with like a brutal just it was just a dictator because they knew a martial art and no one else did and you were the reason you taught them and it went to their head and they just started choking people and breaking I'd, I'd arms I'd be kind of proud be you kind would proud be you yeah. twisted fuck <laughs> I'm just saying I'd feel good say a success and success say, story thank you for that I couldn't have done it without you here's the estate that I've had for you all these years right. just waiting for you to return like, thanks man appreciate that yeah it's built on the blood and bones of, of all all my uh my the people under yeah, me yeah yeah you're like mm, this is good juice what's this right it's pineapple and a little bit of blood <laughs> all right so anyways uh the long so what was the longest period of time then uh, that i mean it was probably between that and our trip to europe even though when we were in europe we trained about 10 days in so about a week and a half max is the longest yeah so far have we hit that period no i think we're a weekend tomorrow you came to the decision to close our gym down by what for like did one week last weekend and then um, what made you finally pull the trigger and say, all right, we're going to be closed for net for your bill future. Well, it was one thing I know was when it was just like, Hey, you know, this thing is coming. It's, you know, we don't know how bad it's going to get. And then when you start looking at like, you know, actual like scientific literature and CDC warnings and, you know, uh, World Memes Health Organization. Gifts and- no. And you start reading like at the, the virology aspect of this and how fast it transmits how long it stays, how it presents, the damage that can be done, the lack of awareness that we were having, um, it, it just made sense to close. And and we'll, we'll probably close again this next week. We'll probably be, you know, we'll be doing this on a week to week basis and determining when it'd be suitable to open again. You're a chemist, so you're required to understand how science works. <laughs> I think is the description. All of science. It's just how science works. Right. That That's my job description. Chemistry is the study of science working. Does that make you more or less paranoid of things like this? I think it makes me aware. I don't think... I, I'm not a, somebody who gets paranoid. Not very many things stress me or worry me. You know, I don't get freaked out by just about anything. Um, but I think it makes me aware. You know, like, I think if everybody was like me this wouldn't be a problem. The problem is 95% of the population can't tell their lefts from rights. Therefore, I can't trust them to do the right thing, like washing their hands. Yeah, or just not going out and trying to buy everything you see at the store. Well, I mean, let's let's put it in perspective, right? So the whole Purell shortage, because everybody's buying like hand sanitizer, right? That's literally so that you don't have to wash your hands properly. <laughs> because if you use soap and water, it works just the same. Right. But people are like, ooh, I can just put this, you know, gel in my hands and I'm fine. How about you just learn to wash your hands? Like, let's start there. <laughs> yeah, but that's tough. I mean, that takes, they say, 20 seconds. Do you know yeah. how many texts I could send in 20 seconds? Do you know how many dick pics I can send in 20 seconds? I, you do, because I've, I've blown I, your phone up imagine. before. <laughs> you can. Just, let's just go through the history on that phone. Yeah, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one thing I that I think people have talked about and I was thinking is as we go through something like this where you close down for a little while, 
people should still, if they if they can swing it financially, they still should keep their memberships going. Absolutely. Because the, even though it, this kind of goes back to what we've talked about many times about the relationship with a student and their uh, their instructor or the school here and in a Brazil here, it's transactional. So it's much easier to say, okay, the goods that I'm getting are monthly classes. I don't, I'm not getting those classes now. So I'm going to stop paying just because right. I'm not getting anything. Right. If you have more of a mentality of this is like a team and this is something I'm supporting, then you would say, all right, I'm going to be gone for this month or however long we're not going to be here. However, I'm still benefiting. I'm benefiting from what I've been taught, and I look to be benefiting from this in the future, and I want the school to be around right. after this happens. So, Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a huge issue in the community because the reality is, and, and, and I'll try to be as impartial to this as I can be, being a, yeah, I've been a teacher forever, and I've had a school forever. Um, the reality is, there's not a single jiu-jitsu instructor on the planet that went in to make money. I'm not saying that they haven't made money or they haven't made a really good livelihood or they haven't been successful. The reality is most jiu-jitsu instructors started teaching because they loved it. They loved practicing it. They loved seeing people understand and learn. They've seen what Jesus can do for their lives. They they want to pass that on to the people so that people can benefit from it. So it's not just, you know, if, if you really want to, you know, make money, like wake up one day and say, you know what, I just want to make steady, great money, go be a doctor. Clearly, you're gonna make money regardless of how bad it is outside, right? Um, you don't go into teaching anything with the intention of, of making it's like art, like being an artist like you don't go into painting because you want to make money you go into it because you love painting you know and um in a community like ours a virus like this will will shut down 25 30 percent of all schools out there they won't recover in time or fast enough in order to, to stay afloat and i think in order to avoid that um you know, and like I said, there's plenty of articles out there where people are saying, "Oh, keep keep supporting it." I think they should. I think you should support mm. wherever it is you go to, because, like you said, it, it's more than just a service. Like it's a team. There's you know a, a family that you meet there. There's uh, outside of jujitsu benefits you get from it, whether it's having you know friends, connections you made there, bonds you made. Uh, it's a stress reliever. It's all these great things, you know, for some people it's therapy and it's so easy in a situation like this to be, to think selfishly, like I need to save as much money as I can. And then you hurt the business and then the business then says, I need to be as selfish as I can. Right. And it just kind of snowballs that way. And I think in situations like this, um, paying it forward goes further than people think. Yeah. And it's, if, there will inevitably there are going to be people who can't continue to pay because let's say they work at a restaurant or they have a job where they're just not making money. Right, and I, and I think most instructors <clears throat> out there would would understand that. Like, yeah, if 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 you're one of those people that you're just like, hey man, if I pay you this month, I can't afford to eat or I can't pay my mortgage or whatever the case may be. Like, I don't think there's a single instructor out there that's going to be like, well, that's too bad. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I think they're they're all very understanding. 
I just think that there's a lot of people out there that aren't in that situation. Right. And so if you can pay that, pay it so that the person who can't will still have something to come back to when right. when this all passes. And the rest of the team, not just you, but the rest of the team has something to come back to as well. Exactly. Or this doesn't pass and this all turns into Cormac McCarthy's The Road. And in which case... Uh, it would be fun. Oh, it'd be, it would be fun in the most fucked up kind of way. Oh, I know. Like... Go on to blaze of glory. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine this. You and I walking down the dark, dark, dusty road and there's just barren trees everywhere. And we're just trying to find just a can of beans or a couple berries on a bush. And we got to do some terrible things to get those berries. Some bad things to get that can of beans. What do you mean? There's probably like a sweet little old lady who's like, this is my last can of beans. But we need beans. What's your point? You're going to make me say it, aren't you? (laughs) You're looking at me like, yeah, I can't wait. But you're not saying it. You're making me say it. We take that bitch's beans. That's what I'm saying. We share some with her. No, maybe we take her on and she joins with us and you wear her on her back like Yoda. No. Yeah. No. I'll get off because I'm riding around on your back like Yoda. Oh, I don't, so I, don't I hop think off. So. She hops on, and then we just walk around. That seems like an inefficient use of energy. Well, she can't walk around on her own, but she well, has she, all these. She, she can be left behind. No, she's got a lot of wisdom to pass on. <laughs> she's really sweet, really witty. She's kind of like one of the gold, like one of the golden girls. We'll be like the golden girls walking around in the post-apocalyptic yeah, landscape. I, 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 don't, I don't see that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so if we're all just stuck here, most of I don't everyone will be listening from different places. So it, where we are, we're not quarantined yet. We can go to work. We can still for now. for now. We can go to work. We can go get groceries, medication. That's about it. What do you do in the meantime when you're at home and you just don't want to talk to your family anymore? You can't give any more love. You need some you time and you need some jujitsu therapy. Well, um, I'm not a big fan of videos. I've never been a fan of learning through videos and jujitsu. And I, and I still... Which is weird because you love TikTok. You are always on TikTok. No, I'm actually... In fact, Paul is probably listening. Paul from Grappling Dads. He sends me TikTok videos all the time. <laughs> I refuse to open them. I just send him like an LOL or a smiley face or a thumbs up. I don't actually ever watch any of the videos. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have time for that. Um, mm-hmm. No, I think, I think, like I said, I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of video learning. I, I don't think it's the way to go. I think there are some very great components of learning that are um, just not present. You know, like you, you can't ask questions. There's no feedback from an instructor. There's not even feedback from your partner. Um, you don't get to feel the position being done. You don't get to feel a position when it, when you do it, you know. Um, you don't understand the resistance aspect of it. And, and it, there's, just, there's just elements to it that I think are too great to be missed. And, and my grandfather even said that to learn jiu-jitsu, you, it, it must be felt. Like, you can't just look at a class and go, I can do that. No, like, you have to physically do the technique, you know? Um, so, with that said, videos, I, I also agree that videos can be um, beneficial to a point. I think they can be a good supplement to your game. 
as long as you're dedicated and you can practice and you can ask your instructor for guidance. You know, if you watch a video and you're not quite sure how to do it, you can go to your instructor and say, hey, I watched this video. Can you help me? Because I don't quite get it. And then, and then that then that becomes just a bonus knowledge that you can then feel and go through the motions. The problem is most people buy videos and they watch it at home on their laptop in the middle of the night while they're having a beer. And then they wake up thinking that they know how to do that and, and they don't, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, with all that aside, considering that most people that can't train right now, since I think all the schools should be closed, I think 90% of them are closed in the country. Um, because I'm, I'm part of groups from all over the country. I've, I'm part of groups in, in you know, the South. I've, I've like New England, I'm part of a big group in New England and, and you know, the West Coast, East Coast. So, um, I, I see the gyms are all shut down. I know a few that are open, but but they're just kind of being the knuckleheads of the community. Um, with that said, the community as a whole has done an incredible job of supplying video footage for the students. And I, and I think considering we can't go out and practice, can't go to the gym and train, the videos are going to be better than nothing. They're, they're going to give you ideas. They'll keep your mind thinking about jujitsu. You can pick up concepts or ideas from it. Um, if you have somebody at home, girlfriend, wife, fiance, significant other, you know, hell, if you are just your roommate, you can practice at home, you know, so you can get something out of it. And mm-hmm. I think, um, I think in, in the current situation we're in, videos are a very, at least to me, unexpected saving grace. Well, if they're the, supplements then our regular training would be like the food and the substance that you usually get and if you don't have access to like good food you have to survive on something like a supplement those nutrients and so that's that's kind of what we're getting right now is the the secondary material that will help that's a good opinion thank you i know you're trying to be funny but but that's it's it's (laughs) true (laughs) yeah so, it, that's that's really true. And so to best utilize those things, I, there has been so much of, there's been just a flood of videos from everybody, people opening up like their archives and their right. video. I Who was it? Uh, was it Henner or Henzo or someone? Henzo. Henzo, I saw. 30 days of classes for free. And then he's posting daily footage on, on Instagram too so like if even if you don't want to sign up to his stuff um you can still see daily classes from hanzo is he doing classes or are these just li- like stock classes no, i think that- i think these are i think that's him coming in and doing like a 10 minute clip you oh know? okay um, i think i don't know i'm not signed up for his online stuff so i i wouldn't know and then um, you're a part of something too right yeah so i i'm i uh um a couple of Marcius Stambowski's black belts in Connecticut. He's got a big hub of schools in Connecticut. Um, a couple of his black belts and, and a few of their friends decided to create a video um, network for the students of that area. And, and I'm not, we're not clearly in that area, but I know vast majority of the people in that area, you know, considering I trained there so much and I visited so many schools, I have a lot of friends there. So they welcomed me into it and then um, I pulled you guys onto. I give access to all of you guys, and the idea is we'll have. I think it's like two two classes a day until this thing is over by dif- with different instructors. And all we've done is not we. I, I all I did was show up. Um, all they've done is 
Um, and by they, I mean Brad Wolfson and Greg Wood. They're kind of spearheading this thing. Um, they've put a, a roster of black belts together and they've put a, a schedule and they said, hey, I want you guys to teach on this subject, on this date, whatever you want. And it's it's been, been good. You know, we've had, I think now it's like three or four videos in now. Um, they're consistent. They're about 15 to 20 minutes long they answer questions they go through techniques um they they kind of break down how they like i said for the situation ran it's a it's a great solution for the current problem we have yeah what is your bit going to be on um it's going to be on close guard that's what they assigned to me okay. so it'll be like attacking from close guard anything you'd recommend for people besides just watching videos in these in these last well, I can say last I don't know how long it's going <laughs> right nobody knows yeah. that's the problem yeah. um, I don't know um, I think that there's uh, Marcio um, Stamuski just put a video out today and I think it was a good video although he's too nice to tell people what to do <laughs> but he basically said it's a good time for us as practitioners to take a step back and look at what we've gained from jujitsu and um, where it's come from and to respect that and also uh, look to apply that in a different way. You know, in jujitsu, you learn to deal with pressure, somebody crushing and, and force you into places you don't like. You learn to survive there, you learn to turn it around. It's a good time to take that experience and say, you know what, I don't like the quarantine. I don't like the fear. I don't like the hysteria. I don't like whatever it is that you don't like about the situation, but I can turn it into something more positive than otherwise, right? Mm -hmm. Or you know, respecting your teachers and and the schools that you train at because none of them, there's not a single instructor out there that is happy that they had to shut down or that they are closing or that they're being safe for you. Um, but you have to respect them because if your instructor is any good, they, they've always been looking out for your best interest, you know, and you should trust that they're still doing that. Um, he talked about staying positive and, and having just a healthy mindset, coming together as a, as a, as a team, as a jiu-jitsu family, like as a worldwide family. And he said he, he was happy to see that we've done that and things like that. It's a very cool video. Um, and I think, um, I think it's true. I think one thing we've shown is well nobody's happy about it and nobody's excited about the, the situation we as a community are doing our best and we have really come together as a as a as a community to try to alleviate the pain for everyone right let's use a listener mail email to break some things up now and add a little bit of pepper to this already beautiful stew of a podcast Oh, there's like a like a weird like dune worm style creature coming out of the chest. Mouth open. I shove my hand down his throat, and I pull out just a little beeping little envelope with clearly some kind of detonator on it and I have to enter a code and quickly before it blows up beep, 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 beep. <clears throat> shit wrong one three two <clears throat> power down 
Whew, that was close. I was worried there. All right, let's open this up. <laughs> I got to ask you, though, uh, <laughs> how come you're making all the hand gestures and movements when it's just you and I nobody can see? Yeah, that's just for you. <laughs> oh, that's just for me? Oh, <laughs> thanks. Just for you, yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> this one is from... Oh, no. Croiler, don't. Just be nice to this person, okay? <laughs> his, that's a solid start. His name is Sky. Sky. His name is Sky. Okay. He's a 29-year-old male, about 170 pounds. He says fairly athletic. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, brown hair, a very tan skin, great triceps, he says. says a, he said he has an ass so tight you could bounce a quarter off it. Okay, now he doesn't say any of that. <laughs> uh, he says he's only about a month and a half in. Mm-hmm. And he says, I've been loving both disciplines because, oh, earlier he mentioned he's doing kickboxing and jujitsu. Said he's loving both disciplines. I've always been ultra competitive as an athlete. In high school, I ran cross country and track and I was talented and worked very hard, but I was so hard on myself and self-competitive that I created some mental blocks for myself. (sighs) Sounds like my kind of guy. Yeah. 10 years later... I find myself starting jujitsu and I have not lost my competitive side, but as an adult who has grown and changed since high school, I see that this can be an issue for me. I want to just enjoy rolling and being fine with getting tapped. My problem is that I'm in good shape, I'm decently intelligent, and I've been listening to podcasts and I've been learning everything I can. I roll with I can roll with people my level and I don't get too frustrated when I get tapped by someone if I at least put up a fight. But a couple times I have rolled with people who are 40 pounds heavier than me, and I've been tapped three times consecutively without me being able to tap to do anything to them. After getting completely dominated by these people, I get so frustrated that I feel like I have to sit on the side and I get so annoyed with myself for getting angry because I know it is stupid and silly to feel those emotions. All right, hold on. I hear those big exhales over there. Uh, Is there any advice that either of you have for trying to deal with these emotions? I don't want to get frustrated, and I'm self-aware that I have the issue, but I don't know how to deal with it. Please help if you can. I want to keep doing jujitsu, but I'm afraid that I'll get frustrated, that I won't like rolling anymore. I don't get angry at my opponent when I roll. I just want to be clear. I'm getting mad at myself for not doing better or figuring out the puzzle. This was as painful the second time than when you sent me this. <laughs> we can start there. Okay, so that's a it's a strong start. Uh, Sky Skyler, thank you for for that email. And Croiler over here is just so happy to get it. We're happy you listen, and oh, let's go. Okay, so I where to start? Well, uh, you could. There's s- so much to unpack. Right. So much that you skipped right past his name, which is good. Yeah. Sky. I mean, like, that's the least of my concerns. And it's a pretty big concern. And that says something. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I mean, first thing, um, Sky, Skyler, is that his name? Sky is what he referred yeah, to. First, first thing is go back and read that email out loud and just listen to what you wrote and try to picture everyone else listening to that and what you sound like, we'll start there. I think that's a good place to start. Okay, so you're saying that he may be coming off a little... Oh, 
God, I mean, listen, you made me describe killing an older woman <laughs> earlier. I'm going to make uh, you describe what you're feeling right now. Okay. So I think there's a lot, there's a lot that it's wrong. And I think most of it is internal. Um, and, and it's going to sound harsh and rude. Um, you guys get it, you know, from time to time at the school, I think, uh, I think it's not that your competitive side can get the best of you. I think it already has gotten the best of you. There was nothing to be gained by describing your losses to a 40 pound bigger guy. That's simply an excuse for your frustration because you didn't mention that the guys that you're beating are your size. You just meant that the ones that you're losing to are bigger than you. That's an implication that, Hey, I can't do anything about this. That's a fragile ego and it needs to go away. Um, that's the first problem. Mm. (laughs) And it just stems from that. Right. I don't care if you've been training for a month and a half, which is great. I'm glad you're training because I think Jiu-Jitsu can help you get through this ego, mind, mental block you got going on. But you have to allow it to happen. You have to stop making excuses. You have to stop being incredibly proud of your success. Be happy that you are successful, that you are competitive with guys your rank or your size. But don't be so so happy about them that you lose the side of the game you even said that your competitive side has ruined other things for you in the past and it's going to ruin this too if you don't put it into check and that doesn't go away until you go through it you know you said 10 years later well 10 years later don't doesn't mean anything my guess is you weren't in any sports in those 10 years you probably graduated high school and did nothing so it's not like you worked on that issue you simply avoided it um so I would start with why do I feel the need to show off how good I am or to excuse my mistakes and my flaws? Um, I, I would start there mm-hmm. because um, if you can't do that, if you can't be real and self-aware with yourself, it's going to be very hard for other people, me, your instructor, whomever, friends, family, to get through to you like you have to be self-aware like you have to know and i think part of you knows about your competitive side because i'm assuming somebody told you about that well and he mentioned he fortunately he does know that's a problem right so he needs to act on that awareness right you can say hey i i think i'm an asshole okay are you fixing it no then then it doesn't mean anything that you know it Mm -hmm. right um knowledge is not power application of knowledge is power so you may know your competitive side is has ruined and is ruining things for you great now what that's what you're asking me right like now what do i do i'm telling you to look deep inside and, and understand that you should treasure the failures you should not excuse them failures in jujitsu or in life really are a good thing when you fail it means you learned you you should learn something from that failure if you're not that's when you really fail so if you lose to a guy who's 45 40 pounds bigger than you and you get so frustrated with yourself it's not even at them and i i may believe that right um and you may be angry with yourself for losing that's great but if that's all you're doing that's that's the real loss Mm -hmm. Now, if you get beat up three or four times by a guy your size or a guy bigger than you, however you want to excuse that, um, and and you look internally and you go, hey, what did I do wrong? What could I have done better? Where was the mistake in this in this role? Like, where did I get caught? Can I avoid it next time? Now you're troubleshooting and you're improving your, your, your ability, right? Um, the other thing is don't ever excuse a loss. 
um, or a failure, own up to it. Like, just do it. Like, I lost because I'm not good enough. That's the reality. That's what people don't say in jujitsu. Um, usually when you lose, it's, oh, I'm out of shape. I'm not strong. I'm not fast. I don't feel good. I didn't sleep well. None of that implies you just weren't good enough. I think that's a very hard thing to admit in jujitsu that your mistake in a role, your mistake in competition, your um, deficit came from you just simply not knowing enough, not being sharp enough, not being on your game, right? Um, I think it's easier to blame other things. And I think one of the things you can do is every time you want to come up with an excuse, come up with the reality of it, like troubleshoot, like do like a, like a risk assessment, like what really happened here? Is it because they're bigger? If so, then what's the excuse when the guy my size that knows a little bit more beats you? You see, like, right. then then it's not about the size. Because the whole point of jiu-jitsu is size doesn't matter. So um, so if that's true, then if the whole core of jiu-jitsu is true, then the argument that it's because they're bigger doesn't count. Mm-hmm. It's not valid, right? Um like I said, I think jujitsu can help you, and I think you should you should stick around. I think it can do great things. I think it'll force you to accept those mistakes. It'll force you to accept those failures because you can't lie in jujitsu if either you know yourself or you don't. And if you keep getting beaten by those bigger guys, it'll force you to go, hey, maybe it's me. Right. Maybe I need to get better at these positions or avoid these positions because every time I get bigger, I get on top of me. I can't do anything. So it helps you realize... I'm just not good in the bottom and it makes you do something about it. So I think you just will force you to correct that um, athletic side, competitive side of yours. that's out of control um, or at least make you aware enough that you can control your ego a little better. Yeah. The competitive side is good. That, that definitely helps. But if you can't check it, then it will hurt you all in all the ways you just mentioned Croiler. But it also hurts you just, you won't connect, be able to connect with a lot of the people in the school the same way. Oh no, you'll be that asshole that nobody wants to train with. Yeah, you'll be the guy who, you probably, I'm sure you're not, you're nice and respectful to everyone outside of that, but if they tap you and you go to the side of the mat and you're just fuming, it's tough for me to like that person because to, the way I read that situation is, I tapped him, he's pissed because in his head he's saying, I'm better than him, why? he should not have beat me. And that's just not a way for people, not a way to connect with people. And no, it, and, and if you listen to this and you're like, man, Crowley's an asshole and uh, right. you know, you are right. With that part. <laughs> you know, and, and I shouldn't train or I shouldn't listen to him. He doesn't know what he's talking about. That's fine. You, you don't have to listen to me. You don't have to believe me. Um, I'm being bluntly honest. I think in situations like this, being honest is the way to go. Um, don't, I had this guy come in, maybe a year and a half ago or two years ago. I forget his name. I don't even know his name. That's how much he mattered to me. Um, he, he called me. It was a Friday because um, we had open mat. He called me and he said, are you guys open today? And I said, yeah, I'm actually heading there now. We're, we're opening officially at four. And he's like, okay, great. He's like, can I train today? I'm like, yeah, I don't care. You know, we have open mat. And then there's a Nogi class afterwards. And, and he said, um, he's like, okay, can I do that too? 
yeah, you can do open mat. You can do no week class. You can start your trial, get your free week and so on. And he's like, great. I'm like, have you ever trained before? He's like, well, I've wrestled all my life. Okay, man, that's awesome. Have you ever trained jujitsu? I did it in a, in a military. I'm like, that's great. Comes in. Oh, I get there. He's already there. Walk in, big guy, bigger than me. Like, that's how big, big boy. And he looked like he was in shape, in good shape. Um, he signs the waiver. I go into the mat area. I get changed. I, uh, I start stretching. And he comes in and he's wearing shorts and a t-shirt like he was ready for no good class which is fine and he's just like walking around it's just me and him you know like because nobody's there that early and he's just walking around and i'm just stretching minding my own business i you know and he's like so uh he's like what rank are you i'm like oh i'm a black belt and i've been a black belt for like at that time it was like nine years and so it was last year because it was nine years and uh I'm, I'm at 10 years in now so i'm like yeah nine years you know and he's like oh okay so long have you been doing this i'm like oh since i was a little kid oh okay and i'm like cool so so what brought you to us you know and i'm just stretching and and he's like well, I used to wrestle all the time, and then I went to the to the military, and I don't remember if he said Air Force or Army or whatever. It doesn't matter. And he's like, and uh, I trained there, and he's like, I was like the number one like combat fighter like two years in a row. There's some sort of tournament. I don't know how it works. It could be all bullshit from what he's saying to him. Mm-hmm. Like that's awesome. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I, you know, he's like, people couldn't hang with me. He's like, I just kind of crush people, break people down. And I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> I'm like, that's great, man. And again, I'm just minding my own business. At this point, I've already discarded this guy as anything credible. And, uh, and he's just like, he just continued to like gloat about these wins and these victories and these things. And I'm like, can I be honest with you? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, don't do that. And he's like, do what? I'm like, don't gloat. I said, there's some people coming in. It's 4.15 now. People start up around 4.30. If they come in, my guys are all super friendly, but if you come in, if they come in and you're gloating about these things, they're going to take offense to it. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll want to check it, you mm-hmm. know? And, and I said, and I'll be honest with you, you won't hang. And he's like, I mean, how big are your guys? I mean, you're not even as big as I am. <laughs> and I'm like... Okay, man, I go on about your day then. Keep keep gloating, you know? And I said, I'm all done stretching. If you want to roll, we can roll. I said, it's open mat. If you just have questions, we can kind of go over some stuff. He's like, do you want to roll? I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't care. So, you know, we slap hands, we bump fists. This guy just, like, tries, like, tackling me like it's his, like, like a football game, you know? Sprawled, took his back, choked him. And... and He's like, man, I'm just out of shape. And I'm like, okay, that's great. I'm like, are you ready to go again? Or are you done? He's like, that's okay, let's go again. So I proceeded to do the same thing. I sprawled, took his back, choked him like three times in a row. And uh, and then at this point, Travis and Brian and a couple of guys were there. And I'm like, you want to keep going? Because it's only been like a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. And he's like, let me just catch my breath. He's like, he's, he's just so out of shape. Yeah, he's like, let me just catch my breath and then we can go again. And I'm like... I'm just letting you know that my guys don't take breaks. Like, if you need to take a break, it's because, you know, you can't perform when you're tired, which is not good because you usually should work at all times. But take a break. So, like, two minutes go by. He's like, all right, I'm ready to go again. So I do the same thing. I sprawl, take his back, choke him. He's just like, I'm just, I'm just tired, man. I'm just, I'm just tired. I'm like, okay, can I give you some advice now, now that you're tired? He's like, 
sure. So what, what was I doing wrong? I'm like, no, 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 that's not it. <laughs> I said, I have guys here that are, and I actually was talking about you. I said, who are, you know, 130, 140 pounds who would beat you seven ways from Tuesday. And there's nothing you can do about it. And he's like, no way. And I'm like, no, really they would, there's nothing you could do. And, and he's like, but I'm just so much bigger. I'm like, it doesn't matter. And I said, in fact, I have some girls here that are about 130 to 140 pounds. They'll beat your ass seven days from Tuesday and you wouldn't like it either. I said, and you couldn't stop them. And he's like, I couldn't do that. Literally a 27 year old girl or 26 year old grown man said, I couldn't do that. I'm like, what do you mean you couldn't do that? Like lose to a girl? He's like, yeah, I couldn't lose to a girl. <laughs> what do you mean you couldn't? Like, you don't think they could beat you or like the world would end if that happened, you know, like it'd be like a, like a tear in reality. Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, what am I supposed to say to my dad when I leave here? <laughs> I told him I was coming in here and he told me to call him afterwards, and let him know how it went. And if I told him that some 130, 140 pound girl beat me, he's like, I couldn't face my dad. I couldn't tell him that. Oh. I was just like, that's great. He stayed for class. I called him the next day, say, hey, I hope you come in today. He's like, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there soon. Never came back. Shocker. Well, right, right. So this is a guy who was aware enough to say, hey, what did I do wrong? Which is a good thing. But not, hey, my mentality is so warped. I need help with that. Now, Sky or whatever his name was, is clearly aware of it. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is do something about it. Right. Read that email out loud. Listen to yourself, how you sound, and remove yourself from the equation. Don't think of yourself as a person that wrote it. Think of you're just reading that out loud as if somebody else wrote that. What would you think of them and how their how healthy their mentality is? And I think you can force yourself from those situations. I think being aware of it is already a great step forward. I think jiu-jitsu will force more steps out of you, but you need to allow it to happen. All right. Sky, thank you for the email. Um, yeah. Take the step to heart. You you don't sound like you're anywhere near as bad as that guy, which is good. You don't have as far to come as that guy had to make know. things better. Uh-huh. That guy is a, he is a high school math teacher in a, in area in maybe about 50 miles from where we are. Mm-hmm. He's also the head coach for the middle school wrestling team of that area. Wow. That man is molding <sighs> other people's minds. That's that's depressing. I don't know what's more depressing. <laughs> that or the the corona coronavirus is out there. <laughs> He's the coronavirus of human beings. All right. That's the that's it for the listener mailbag. I'm going to put it in cannonball. That's what a cannonball sounds like. We put it in there, put it in the cannon, <laughs> rolls to the back. <laughs> I lit the back of the way. <laughs> and the mailbag's out of here. Okay, before we go now, we talked about horoscopes last week. Croyler always loves his horoscopes. Oh my God. <laughs> I put together the white belt horoscope for today. So everyone just get to a calm place. Um, just think about all that's going on in the world. Feel it and let it just dissolve in front of you for the white belt horoscope of the day. 
I don't, Corlette, I don't think you're letting things dissolve. Did you, is it all dissolved? It's dissolved. Okay. <laughs> In an unpredictable time, take comfort in the consistent flow of respected black belts that are bored and making countless instructional videos. Consider it chicken soup for the angsty jujitsu soul. You may find the urge to send them a message of gratitude. Don't let them fool you though. These videos are for them as much as they are for you. If you watch the videos close enough, you'll see festering insanity on the verge of taking over these individuals who were recently baptized in the waters of reclusion. Don't let these sad souls individuals depress you. You are strong. You're resilient. You've been forged in the sweaty, padded halls of a local strip mall. You spent wow. tens of hours. <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote this? <laughs> wow. You've spent tens of hours drilling until your brain and body feel like a saggy roll of once valuable toilet paper. Unleash the rage that has been growing in you for the last three months. A grown adult can only take so much humiliation. It would have been bad enough to have adult strangers beat you up, but was it necessary for your coach to make you roll with those two yellow belt kids that made you cry? Now is the time to let your rage demon out. How can you let this out? You'll find a rage outlet in the most unexpected places this week. Maybe you'll use a body pillow to practice some throws you just learned. Don't worry, nobody will know that you're imagining the pillow is one of those yellow belt kids. The one with the missing front teeth that called you a baby after neon bailing you till you vomited. <laughs> Perhaps you'll find an outlet in running around your neighborhood and kicking all the potted plants off the neighbor's porches. Don't feel bad. Not in this neighborhood, they'd shoot me. Yeah, those plants were ugly to begin with. <laughs> after releasing this negative energy, lay down on the carpet at your house. Practice a couple techniques you learned from the hollow bodies that used to be instructors. Take some notes. Drink a glass of, glass of orange juice mixed with peanut butter and fireball whiskey and listen to all the episodes of Just Jiu-Jitsu again. And maybe just listen to anything after episode 55. The rest of them were garbage. All right. Nice. And that's the uh, white belt horoscope for the week. That's pretty good. That's pretty solid. Do you? I know you're not a white belt, but do you feel kind of inspired and able no, to tackle no, the week? But, no, but Sky can take note of that, though. Yeah, yeah. Take, take note of that. <laughs> Until you've been neon bellied, until you vomit from a child, you don't have a whole lot to feel bad about. No. All right, everyone. That's it for this week. Um, do you want me to escort you out of the danger zone? No, I, think I, I think I can make it. You got it? I think I can make it, yeah. All right, everyone. Stay safe, and we will talk to you next week. <laughs>